0: Hi, welcome back to Idgits and Aspets, a Supernatural podcast. I'm Lynn. And I'm Rochelle. And today we're talking about Season 4, Episode 18, called The Monster at the End of this Book. We start out with a uh, uh, (laughs) a short, scrawny guy asleep on his couch. He's wearing boxers and a tank top and a robe. He gets some flashes in his dream of Sam and Dean. And then we are in a comic book store. Sam and Dean walk in in suits. They go up to the clerk who says, can I help you? Dean says, sure hope so. Agents DeYoung and Shaw, I just need to ask you a few questions. And they hold up FBI badges. Sam says, notice anything strange in the building the last couple of days? The dude says, like what? (laughs) Dean says, well, some other tenants reported flickering lights. The dude says, oh, I don't think so. Why? Sam says, what about noises? Any skittering in the walls? Kind of like rats? The clerk says, and the FBI is investigating a a rodent problem? (laughs) Sam says, what about cold spots? Feel any sudden drops in temperature? The clerk smiles and says, I knew it. You guys are LARPing, aren't you? (laughs) Dean says, excuse me? The guy says, you're fans. Sam says, fans of what? Dean says, what is LARPing? The dude (laughs) says, like you don't know. Live action role playing and pretty hardcore, too. Dean says, I'm sorry. I have no idea what you're talking about. The dude says, you're asking questions like the building's haunted, like those guys from the books what are they called uh supernatural two guys use fake ids with rock aliases hunt down ghosts demons and vampires what are their names uh steve and dirk uh sal and dane (laughs) sam says sam and dean (laughs) the guy says that's it dean says you're saying this is a book the guy says, books. It was a series. Didn't sell a lot of copies, though. Kind of had more of an underground cult following.
1: <laughs> Which, I mean, okay, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love it. It's not wrong.
0: Right. Um, the guy gets up and says, let me see. He goes over to the bargain bin and pulls a book out. He says, first one, I think. The cover says Supernatural by Carver Edland. The picture on it is hysterical. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love how they make... Sam look like Fabio. They do, with, like, the
0: flowing black hair. Or not not black hair, but, like, the flowing hair. Like, super
1: long. And and doesn't he not have a shirt on? Yeah. Yeah. Uh I love it. I
0: love it. Um, So the back of the book... uh, Wait, no. What did I just say? Okay. (laughs) Dean reads the back of the book, which says, Along a lonely California highway, a mysterious woman in white lures men to their deaths. Sam says, We're going to need all the copies of Supernatural you got. (laughs) And we get our opening title sequence, which shows the Carver Edlin book covers showing the Scarecrow, the racist truck, and Bobby. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we cut to the boys' motel room. Dean is reading the supernatural book, Route 666. He says, this is freaking insane. How's this guy know all this stuff? Everything is in here. I mean, everything from the racist truck to me having sex. I'm full frontal in here, dude. <laughs> he's like, ah! I know. How come we haven't heard of them before? Okay, I just need to hold on for a sec, because I have something in my eye, it's okay. making me feel crazy.
1: No, it's good. I think it's so funny, though, that, like, the one that he happens to be reading is the f- one about his, like, f- I don't know if it's, like, his first girlfriend, but it's, like, his first love. Oh, yeah, know? totally. And it's, like... And he's got a
0: sex scene in it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, you know, you got it. I would guess. be super
0: awkward reading about yourself having sex. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, I... Yeah, no.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's see. Um, let's see. I'm full frontal here. Okay. Dean says, <laughs> how come we haven't heard of them before? Sam says, they're pretty obscure. I mean, almost zero circulation. Started in '05. the publisher put out a couple dozen before going bankrupt. And the last one, No Rest for the Wicked, ends with you going to hell. Dean says, I reiterate, freaking insane. Check it out. There's actual fans. Not many, but still. Did you read this? Sam says, yeah. Dean says, although for fans, they sure do complain a lot. Listen to this. Sympatico says, the demon storyline is trite, cliched, and overall craptastic. Yeah, well, screw you, Sympatico. We lived it. Sam laughs and says, yeah, well, keep on reading. It gets better. Dean says, there are Sam girls and Dean girls. And what's a slash fan? (laughs) Sam says, as in Sam slash Dean, together. Dean says, like together together? Sam says, yep. (laughs) Dean says, they do know we're brothers, right? Sam says, it doesn't seem to matter. (gasps) Dean Dean says, oh, come on, that's just sick. we got to find this car for Edlin. Sam says, yeah, that might not be so easy. Dean asks, why not? Sam says no tax records, no known address. Looks like Carver Edlin is a pen name. Dan says somebody's got to know who he is. So we cut to the publisher's office. Oh my god, I just spit all over myself. <laughs> I didn't even feel it. I just saw it happen. <laughs> I
1: was like, ooh. I know. Sorry,
0: sorry. Let's see. <laughs>
1: It's fine. I drool <laughs> on myself all the time. Okay. That's basically not on, what happened. Yeah, not on purpose. I think for me though, it's cuz I have that like permanent retainer in my bottom teeth and it goes like mm-hmm. not it's not just like my first four front you're looking at my mouth <laughs> super close. <dizzy laughs> <right laughs> it's not just like the first front of the four, like it goes through like eight, I want to okay, say, or nine. six or okay. eight or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so like right. my tongue doesn't rest against the uh bottom teeth really it kinda just like yeah, I don't know. So I spit a lot. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay, that makes me feel better. (laughs) Good night, Killian. Good night, mama. I love you. Good Good night. Go to bed, okay? Where's Dad? (laughs) <laughs> he's like, oh yeah. <laughs> I Go have back a feeling up. that he's not supposed to be down here. <laughs> I know he's probably Eric's probably in the bathroom and has no idea. <laughs> okay, my eye is like straight up watering, and apparently so is my mouth.
1: <laughs> it drugs, man. <laughs> I know, I know.
0: Okay, so I just had back surgery a couple days ago. And um, I am on the good stuff. <laughs> it doesn't feel like good stuff after the first day, though. It just makes you feel kind of normal.
1: Yeah. You know? I feel like you're fo- are you focusing. Well, also, but you're, like, functioning impressively for, like, having all sorts of different painkillers and stuff. Oh, thank surgery. you. So, <laughs> yeah. Like... I wouldn't be able to necessarily tell.
0: Yeah, you know? okay. That makes me feel a little better.
1: I mean, you probably shouldn't be, like, driving or anything, but self. Oh, for
0: sure. <laughs> okay, so anyways, we cut to a publisher's office. Sam says to the woman, so you publish the supernatural books. She says, yep, yeah, gosh, these books, you know, they just never got the attention they deserved. All anybody wants to read anymore is that romance crap. You know, Dr. Sexy M.D.? Please. <laughs> Sam says, well, we're hoping our article can shine a light on an underappreciated series. She says, yeah, yeah, because, you know, if we got a little bit of good press, then maybe we could start publishing again. Dean says, no, 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 God, no. <laughs> He's like, ah. <laughs> I mean, why would you want to do that? You know, it's such a complete series. What with Dean going to hell and all. She says, oh, my God, that was one of my favorite ones because Dean was so strong and sad and brave. And Sam, I mean, the best parts are when they cry. You know, like in Heart, when Sam had to kill Madison, the first woman since Jessica he really loved. And in Home, when Dean had to call John and ask him for help. Gosh, if only real men were so open and in touch with their feelings. They're like, hello. I know. (laughs) Dean says, real men? She says, I mean, no offense. How often do you cry like that, hmm? Dean says, Well, right now I'm crying on the inside. She says, Is that supposed to be funny? Dean says, Lady, this whole thing is funny. She says, How do I know you two are legit? hmm?" Dean says, Oh, trust me, we're legit. She says, Well, I don't want any smart ass article making fun of my boys. Sam says, No, no, never. We are actually big fans. She says, You've read the books? Dean says, Cover to cover. She says, What's the year and model of the car? Dean says, 1967 Chevy Impala. She says, what's May 2nd? Sam says, that's my, uh, that's Sam's birthday. Dean says, January 24th is Dean's. She says, Sam's score on the L set? Sam says, 174? She says, Dean's favorite song. Dean says, it's a tie between Zepp's Ramblin' On and Traveling Riverside Blues. She smiles and says, okay, okay. Sam says, what's Carver Edlin's real name? She says, oh, no, sorry, I can't. Sam says, we just want to talk to him, you know, get the supernatural story in his own words. She says, he's very private, like Salinger. Sam says, please, like I said, we are big fans. Sam starts to unbutton his coat, and the publisher looks a little thrilled about it. hey. (laughs) What's happening right now? I mean,
1: not going to (laughs) lie. Never mind.
0: No, please.
1: <laughs> if if somebody that looked like that were to just like start undressing in front of me, I would first of all be mortified, but also at the same time be kind of like, <laughs> hi <You> know, like, <laughs> yeah
0: like i don't know what's happening but i'm okay with it yeah <laughs> um, then sam pulls down the collar of her shirt and shows her his anti-possession tattoo dean rolls his eyes and shows her his own tattoo she says awesome and pulls down her pants and turns around she says i got one too <laughs> dean says whoa you are a fan She grabs a pad of paper and says, okay, his name's Chuck Shirley, and he's a genius, so don't piss him off. (laughs) So we cut to Chuck eating pizza and reading a paper out loud. He says, Sam and Dean approached the rundown. He grabs a pencil and edits the paper. He says, approaches the ramshackle house with trepidation. Did they really want to learn the secrets that lay beyond that door? Sam and Dean traded soulful looks. Then with determination, Dean pushes the doorbell with forceful determination. (laughs) With forceful
1: determination.
0: Outside Chuck's house, we see Sam and Dean walking up uh, just the way Chuck had been describing. They ring the doorbell and Chuck answers. Dean says, you Chuck Shirley? Sam says, the Chuck Shirley who wrote the supernatural books? Chuck says, maybe, why? Dean says, I'm Dean, this is Sam, the Dean and Sam you've been writing about. Chuck nods and then closes the door. Dean rings the doorbell, and Chuck opens the door again, and says, Look, I appreciate your enthusiasm. Really, I do. It's always nice to hear from the fans. But for your own good, I strongly suggest you get a life. (laughs) He tries to close the door again, but Dean stops the door. Dean says, See, here's the thing. We have a life, and you've been using it to write your books. Sam and Dean force their way through the door and into the house. Chuck says, No, wait a minute. Now this isn't funny. Dean says, Damn straight it's not funny. Sam says, Look, we just want to know how you're doing it. Chuck says, I'm not doing anything. Dean asks, are you a hunter? Chuck says, what? No, I'm a writer. Dean says, then how do you know so much about demons and tulpas and changelings? Chuck trips and falls backward onto his couch. He says, is this some sort of misery thing? Oh, it is, isn't it? It's a misery thing. Do you get that Mm -mm. reference? Um, Misery is a book written by Stephen King. Um, Mm -hmm. It was a movie, too, starring Kathy Bates a long time ago. But it's about... um, Of course, I don't remember it because I read it when I was young, like 10. Um,
1: (laughs) There's not... Hardly any people that I know other than you that would say that they've read a Stephen King book at 10. Oh, really? (laughs) Mostly because they'd be like, I never slept for months. Oh, that's so
0: (laughs) funny. It's a book about this author who um, has his number one fan is this crazy lady who, like, kidnaps him and, like, keeps him in this bed and, like, hobbles his legs and stuff so that he can't get away. She basically just keeps torturing him. That's weird. To keep him there, yeah. Just this total psycho. I can't remember how he gets away. Mm Mm-mm. Anyways, so when he's saying, is this a misery thing? Like, are you you going to, like, torture me? Yeah, Yeah. keep me hostage. Dean says, it's not a misery thing. Believe me, we are not fans. (laughs) Chuck says, well, then, what do you want? Sam says, I'm Sam, and that's Dean. Chuck says, Sam and Dean are fictional characters. I made them up. They're not real. So we cut to the boys showing, the boys, I said that weird. The boys. The boys showing Chuck the arsenal in Baby's Trunk. Chuck says, are those real guns? Dean says, yep, and that is real rock salt, and these are real fake IDs. (laughs) Chuck laughs and says, well, i got to hand it to you guys. You really are my number one fans. That's awesome. So I think I've got some posters in the house. And he heads that way. Dean says, Chuck, stop. Chuck says, please don't hurt me. (laughs) He's such a chicken. I know. Sam says, how much do you know? Do you know about the angels or Lilith breaking the seals? Chuck says, wait a minute. How do you know about that? Dean says, the question is, how do you? chuck says because i wrote it sam says you kept writing chuck says yeah even after the publisher went bankrupt but those books never came out oh wait a minute this is some kind of joke right did phil put you up to this dean says well nice to meet you i'm dean winchester and this is my brother sam (laughs) chuck says the last names were never in the books i never told anybody about that i never even wrote that down we cut to inside chuck's house he's madly drinking (laughs) he turns around and sees the boys and says oh you're still there Dean says, yep. Chuck says, you're not hallucinations. Dean says, nope. Chuck says, well, there's only one explanation. Obviously, I'm a god. (laughs) Sam says, you're not a god. Chuck says, how else do you explain it? I write things, and then they come to life. Yeah, no, I'm definitely a god. A cruel, cruel, capricious god. The things I put you through, the physical beatings alone. Dean says, we're still in one piece. Chuck says, I killed your father. I burned your mother alive. And then you had to go through the whole horrific deal again with Jessica. All for what? All for the sake of literary symmetry. <laughs> I toyed with your lives, your emotions, for entertainment. Dan says, you didn't toy with us, Chuck, okay? You didn't create us. Chuck says... <laughs> Do you really? Okay, yeah, we'll just stop there for one second. I'm not gonna do any spoilers because we don't believe in that or whatever. I mean, I firmly believe in. Spoilers, I hate
1: spoilers. But Rochelle
0: does not, so um, it was interesting watching this episode again mm-hmm. after knowing where we are now in the 15th season. Mm-hmm. It made so us-
1: much like so many things. Yeah. I can't even like literally. If I say anything else, it will kill things, but like there is just so much happening in this episode that later on it's just like
0: Ugh, okay. You know, yeah. Like, it's like a big holy shit. Yeah. So it's yeah. Oh literally. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. Anyways, so okay. Continuing on. Chuck says, Did you really have to live through the bugs? Dean says, Yeah. Chuck says, What about the ghost ship? Dean says, Yes, that too. Chuck says, I am so sorry. I mean, horror is one thing, but to be forced to live through bad writing. If I would have known it was real, I would have done another pass. Dean says, Chuck, you're not a god. Sam says, We think you're probably just psychic. Chuck says, "No. If I were psychic, you think I'd be writing? Writing is hard." <laughs> Sam says, "It seems that somehow you've just focused. You're just focused on our lives." Dean says, "Yeah, like laser focus. Are you working on anything right now?" Chuck says, "Holy crap! The latest book. It kind of got weird." Sam says, "Weird? How?" Chuck says, "It's very vonnegut." Dean says, "Slaughterhouse Five vonnegut or Cat's Cradle vonnegut?" Sam looks surprised and says, what? Dean says, what? <laughs> okay, I've never read any Vonnegut, so I don't uh, really I don't know even, the differences between.
1: Yeah, I, I'm assuming that it's, like, different books or whatever. It, those I are two yeah, different books, I, but yeah. Yeah, I
0: don't know. <laughs> Chuck says, it's a Kilgore Trout Vonnegut. And I did look up Kilgore Trout, because I don't remember that being a name of a Vonnegut book. And it is a character that's in multiple Vonnegut books who is an author, Um, who I think writes some, either writes himself into books or I I can't remember, yeah but he is an author that is a character in many of his books, not many, maybe more than one anyway. Yeah. So anyway, okay. Um, Chuck says, I wrote myself into it. I wrote myself at my house confronted by my characters. So we cut to Sam and Dean at a laundromat. Sam is doing laundry while Dean is reading Chuck's latest work. Dean says, I'm sitting in a laundromat, reading about myself, sitting in a laundromat, (laughs) reading about myself. My head hurts. <laughs> Sam says, there's got to be something this guy's not telling us. Dean reads from the story. Sam tosses gigantic darks into the machine. His
1: <laughs> gigantic darks. That yeah, is mean, so funny. It's he
0: like, was starting to... Ha- it is funny that they comment on the size of his clothes. <laughs> yeah,
1: because of the size. That's like a running joke, though, in all of Supernatural, is just, like, how large Jared is. You You're know, right. like, he's just... He's so tall, and I'm sure, like... Okay, like listen, I got a tall inseam for my pants. I mm. wear like a thirty-four. Holy crap! He's gotta have like I don't even know thirty-eight, oh, probably forty. Like, do they even go that tall? Yeah, <laughs> they know. totally do. Like, Ugh. I'm trying to think of what like special order is pants. Well,
0: like Eric is like almost six foot, and he's got a forty-inch inseam.
1: There's no way they'd be way too long.
0: No, he does. No, 48- maybe I mean thirty.
1: I, I think I say, mean 30. Like, there's no... Yeah. The 40 I must is, mean 30, like, yeah. really extensively long. Yeah. Like...
0: I don't know if they make them that big. They must.
1: They probably do. You probably have to, like, special order them, though. hmm I
0: don't yeah. know. Yeah.
1: I'm not, like...
0: No, Eric has a 30-inch suit. Yeah. That's I was gonna say, I, was I don't know
1: much about, like, guys' clothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Other than it makes way more sense than women's clothing. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. The, uh... Yeah, no, I, I'm 5'10", and I wear, well, so, it depends on what I'm wearing. I can do, like, a 32-inch inseam, Mm -hmm. that's, like, fine, but the 34s work better, especially if I'm, like, gonna be sitting down, you know, so that way they don't, like, ride up too much, but, Mm -hmm. so, yeah. 40 would be, like, okay, I'm trying to think. My brother is 6'6". And he wears, I think, like a 38-inch inseam. okay. Huh. Maybe. No, it's got to be. I don't know. I think but I have, also... like, a...
0: Tw- I think I wear, like, a 27-inch inseam.
1: Yeah. I think my brother also, because he's so tall, like, he probably can't really find pants that are longer than that, so he probably would wear something that's longer than a 38-inch inseam, but mm-hmm. he more than likely can't find it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Anyways. <laughs> that's all right. Um, do 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 Where am I? Um, okay. Dean reads from the story. Sam tosses gigantic darks into the machine. He was starting to have doubts about Chuck, about whether he was telling the whole truth. Sam says, stop it. Dean reads, stop it, Sam says. Guess what you do Next. Next. <laughs> guess what you do next sam turns around and dean reads sam turned his back on dean his face brooding and pensive i mean i don't know how he's doing it but this guy is doing it i can't see your face but those are definitely your brooding and pensive shoulders (laughs) (laughs) Yep. sam sighs and shrugs dean reads and says you just thought i was a dick sam looks impressed and says the guy's good (laughs) so we cut to chuck he's laying down and breathing hard he gets some flashes of visions it's of sam and lilith laying down on a bed together Mm -hmm. we cut to sam and dean at chuck's house sam says so you wrote another chapter chuck says this was all so much easier before you were real dean says we can take it just spit it out to dean chuck says you especially are not going to like this dean says i didn't like hell (laughs)
1: <laughs> I gotta tell you
0: something. I didn't yeah. like.
1: I didn't like hell. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Chuck says it's Lil- Lilith. I can never say her name right. I was go <laughs> Oh Lola.
1: Well, well. it's, it's like me and Kripke. Like yeah. I can kind of say it now, but I have to like focus on saying the yeah. word, or else it comes out like Kripke or Kripke or you know I <laughs> and just like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I have such a hard time saying his name. It's okay. <laughs> so Chuck
0: says it's Lilith. <laughs> She's coming for Sam. Dean says, coming to kill him? And Sam says, when? Chuck says, tonight. Dean asks, she's just going to show up here? Chuck sits down and starts reading. Lilith patted the bed seductively. Unable to deny his desire, Sam succumbed and they sank into the throes of fiery demonic passion. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sam laughs and says, You're kidding me, right? Dean says, You think this is funny? Sam says, you don't? I mean, come on. Fiery, demonic passion? <laughs> Chuck says, it's just a first draft. Dean says, wait, wait, wait. Lilith is a little girl. Chuck shakes his head and says, no. This time, she's a comely dental hygienist. Hygien- hygienist. I can't say right now. <laughs> From Bloomington. I need some water. <laughs> <coughs>
1: uh, yeah.
0: Hygienist.
1: I was like... That word sounds funny. Let me say it out loud just so that way I can make sure. I don't know. And now that I say hygienist, it just sounds weird. And I know that it's, like, the right word. But, okay, have you ever just, like, written a word (laughs) down and you look at it and you're like, I've got to have spelled this word wrong. Like, it's just not right. Yes. And then you look it up and you're like, no, that's right. And you're like, I have never seen this word spelled this way before. (laughs) It
0: happens to me all the time.
1: Like, I just had a hygienist moment like, you know, like a hygienist moment. I just had a moment like that with a hygienist. I was like, there's no, that's not a word. That can't be right. I didn't say that right. No, I do it all
0: the time. All the time. Like, I just said the word comely. Comely? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't, it doesn't look like a real word. It doesn't sound like a real word. I'm not sure if it is a real word right now.
1: See, no, that's a real word. Hygienist, though, freaked me right out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, now my other eye is watering. Sorry, <laughs> is I'm just, I'm drums? having, I'm having a time. <laughs> yes. There's I've just...
1: had the time of my life.
0: <laughs> There's makeup in my eye. Oh, no. So pleased that I have I've a I've never felt this
1: way before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> never felt this way. <laughs> yes, I swear. It's the the truth, truth, and I owe owe it all to you. Ooh, I just got a huge hot flash.
1: (laughs) You probably moved a little funny
0: with your back. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm sweating all of a sudden. It's just
1: like, You don't need to sniff your armpits. I can't smell you from over here. They can't smell if you, you either. What could
0: smell me from over there?
1: Then I would be concerned. Also, I would say something because I am that French. I, I want you to know friend. if you would smell. Like, if you smell that bad to where you're offending my nose, I'm going to say something. Listen. Like, I'd be like, girl... Use a baby wipe on that. You know, like, Go <laughs> you know, put on some flipping deodorant. <laughs> oh, I
0: was gonna say, what was that video you that showed guy? me?
1: Oh, okay, so, folks, I have gone down the rabbit hole with this TikTok thing. Like, I just, it's so entertaining to me, and I don't know why, but there's this guy who does, like, uh, he does all sorts of different videos, but one of his things is, like, morning motivation videos, and he's, like... You know, shrieking half the time, but like towards the end of it, usually like the morning motivation things are kind of like, put on some flipping deodorant. (laughs) It's like you know, like something about it. Be the goddess that you are. You know it's great. I it's love it. It's like motivational speech. Like, oh, so you think that you're not good enough? You know, like, <laughs> you know, and he's just like going on. It, it's great. I love watching those videos. Yeah. So shout out to him. That was pretty Honestly, funny. Honestly, I don't remember his name off the top of my head. But if if you're listening to this, which you're not, let's be real.
0: <laughs> Go, guy. You never know. <clears throat> yeah, <I'm>
1: pretty sure. <laughs> sure but I mean hey I'm not gonna like sell us short okay
0: listen we have no way to know how many listens we even have
1: we don't know like Mm. it tells us how many downloads we have but it doesn't tell us yeah it doesn't tell us every platform yeah it
0: doesn't tell us Spotify and it doesn't tell us I think Apple podcasts from different countries yeah we can see people in other countries who are listening through other platforms but not through Apple Um, which is why it would be really great if you could write us an email. (laughs) Like,
1: somebody talk to us. We've had one email so far, folks. That's it. We are in season four towards the end, by the way, I might say. And listen, one email is not cutting it. We need to know if you, like can't stand us or if there's (laughs) something that you'd like like us to incorporate Uh or like us to quit doing you know yes
0: and please (laughs) um rate and review us on itunes
1: yes because we've only got a handful of those which means somebody's listening Mm -hmm. but still like we gotta know
0: but the more reviews we have on itunes the more people will be able to find our podcast just by searching for a supernatural podcast
1: yes and otherwise you
0: have to look up our name specifically to even mm -hmm. find us so,
1: yeah. So, it, <clears throat> you know, it, it helps us get our names out there if you at least go and review us. Yeah. You don't have to email us, although we would enjoy that because we, we totally like to talk to want people. to hear
0: from you. Like, yeah.
1: Listen, we can talk. Like. <laughs> 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 Before we start our podcast, usually we spend about two to three hours just BSing because we can't shut up before we even start the podcast. So like, we will talk to you if you talk to us. Please talk to us. Yes. Okay, it's fine. Now I'm over
0: it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Where was I? Okay. No. (laughs) No. No. This time she's a comely dental hygienist from Bloomington, Indiana. Did I say it right that time? Hygienist? Oh, damn it. Whatever. (laughs) Okay. Dean says, great, perfect. So what happens after the fiery, fiery demonic whatever? Chuck says, I don't know. That hasn't come to me yet. Sam says, Dean, look, there's nothing to worry about. Lilith and me? In bed? Dean asks Chuck, how does this whole psychic thing of yours work? Chuck says... Oh, you mean my process? dude says yes. Process. Your process. <laughs> check says, well, it usually starts with a headache, a really bad headache. Aspirin is useless, so I drink until I fall asleep. Because
1: that's the way you do things. That's how but... you
0: deal with headaches. That is not how you deal <laughs> that with is headaches. Not
1: how you deal with headaches.
0: You go out and you buy yourself some painkillers <laughs> if you have headaches. You get
1: some Excedrin at the very least. Yes.
0: So Chuck says, the first time it happened, I thought it was just a crazy dream. Dean asks, the first time you dreamt about us? Chuck says, it flowed. It just kept flowing. Still does. I can't stop it, really. Sam says, you can't seriously believe. Dean says, humor me. Look, why don't we just take a look at these? Blah, blah, blah. Why don't we just take a look at these and okay. see what's what? What? I'm sorry. What?
1: In my mind, I just hear the song, it's like a river. <laughs> Oh, oh, what is that? I remember somebody sang, we we sang it in, like, high school choirs, and I didn't sing it. The choir okay. that I was in did not sing it. There was another choir, though, that did that song, and that's, like, the only, I don't know. Anyways, I
0: just had a moment there. It's so okay. I, I just
1: have, like, I'm having a <clears throat>
0: brain meltdown right now. That's totally fine. <sighs> um... So Dean says, humor me. Look, why don't we just take a look at these and see what's what? So Chuck hands Dean the new pages, he typed. Chuck says, um, knew you are going to ask for that. Yeah. So we cut to Sam and Dean driving in Baby. Sam says, Dean, come on. Sam reads from the pages. The minivan accident wasn't that bad, but Dean was still seeing stars. He scratched absently at the pink-flowered Band-Aids on his face. Dean says, so? Sam says, so? I've seen you gushing blood. You'd use duct tape and bar rags before you'd put a pink flowered band-aid on. (laughs) Dean says, what's your point? Sam says, my point is this, all of it, is totally implausible. It's nuts. Dean says, he's been right about everything so far. You think he's just going to ground out at first now?" (laughs)
1: Wait,
0: (laughs) It doesn't look right Um, Sam reads Dean slid behind the wheel Of his beloved Impala and drove off The plastic tarp on the rear window Flapping like the wings of a crow (laughs) Dean says a tarp Sam says yeah on the rear window And you drive it like that Dean says well he might be wrong about the details But it doesn't mean he's wrong about the end result Sam says so we're just gonna run Dean says we are a long way from ready for a face-to-face death math. Death Death math. What is death math? All of math. All of math. I just (laughs) drew. Gross. having bodily fluid problems. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to see me frothing at the corners of my mouth. Oh like listen,
1: that. you've seen me drool on myself so many times. Like at this point, who even cares? <laughs> I guess you're
0: right. Okay. Oh. Death math. <laughs> oh, <man>. Okay. <clears throat> okay. We are a long way away from. We are no. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna drink some more water. Do you need more drugs? <laughs> like I mean, yes. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: okay, we are a long way away. F- <laughs> can, can I just stop doing that. <sighs> it's, it's fine. Okay. It's totally fine.
1: It's okay.
0: We are a long way from ready for a face-to-face death match with Lilith.
1: Hey, you did it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> then they drive up to a roadblock. Dean asks the cops there, what seems to be the problem? The cop says, bridges out ahead. Dean says, we're trying to get out of town. The cop says, yeah, afraid not. Dean asks, is there a detour? There's not a side road that takes us to the highway? The cop says, to get to the highway, you have to cross that river. To cross that river, you have to cross that bridge. Dean asks, how deep's that river? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can I <swim? laughs> Yeah.
0: The cop says, afraid you boys are going to have to spend the night in town. So we cut to Sam and Dean in a diner. Dean says, hey, this could be a good thing. I mean, if this is what puts us on the path to Lilith, <laughs> Lilith, then all we got to do is get off the path. <clears throat> Sam says, how do you mean? Dean says, it's a blueprint of what not to do. I mean, if the, page say, if the pages say that we go left, Sam says, then we go right. Dean says, exactly. We go off book. We never make it to the end. It's opposite day. It says that we get into a fight, so no fighting. No research for you. Sam says, no bacon cheeseburger for you. Oh, no. Dean says, yeah, no problem. I'll just order something else. So the waitress comes up, and Dean says, hi, what's good? She says, well, if you like burgers, Oprah's girlfriend said that we had the best bacon cheeseburgers in the country. Sam laughs and says, I'll just have the cob salad, please. And Dean
1: looks like he's been kicked in the nuts. I know.
0: (laughs) Dean says, I'll have the veggie tofu burger. The waitress walks away, and Sam says, this whole thing's ridiculous. Dean says, Lilith is ridiculous? Sam says, the idea of me hooking up with her is. Dean says, right, because something like that could never happen. (laughs) That was kind of low. Well,
1: I mean, but he's not wrong, you know? uh...
0: Sam says, Dean, for the first time, we have a warning That Lilith Lilith is close, so we've got to get the jump on her. If we know that... Sorry. I'm just just adding extra words. Okay. Um, If we know when she's coming, we know where. This is an opportunity. Dean says, are you... It frustrates me when you say such reckless things. (laughs) Sam says, well, it frustrates me when you'd rather hide than fight. Just then their food comes, and when the waitress walks away, Dean says, It's not hiding. It's being smart. It's picking your battles. And this is a battle that we are not ready to fight. Dean takes a bite of his burger and says, Oh my god, this is delicious. Tofu is amazing. (laughs) Then the waitress comes back and says, I'm so sorry. I gave you the bacon cheeseburger by mistake. And she takes the burger away.
1: (laughs) And again, looks like he's just been stomped on by, like... Everybody in the room, yeah, you know? yeah. like,
0: just... He looks very sad that that cheeseburger is walking away from him. <laughs> <clears throat> so we cut to Sam and Dean driving up to the Torador Motel. Sam says, dude, this place charges by the hour.
1: Dean says, yeah,
0: well, the book says that Lilith, Lilith I can't say it, the Lilith finds you at the Red Motel, hence the hooker in. It's opposite day, remember? Inside the room, Dean is putting hex bags out. Sam says, what are you doing? Dean says, couple of hex bags out of Lilith proof the room. Sam says, so what? I'm supposed to just hole up in here all night? Dean says, that's exactly what you're going to do, okay? And no research. I don't care what you do. Use the magic fingers or watch Casa Erotica on pay-per-view. <clears throat> <laughs> then Dean takes Sam's computer. Sam says, oh, dude, come on. Dean says, just call it insurance. Sam says, what are you going to do? Dean says, well, the pages say that I spend all day riding around in the Impala, so I'm going to go Parker. Behave yourself, would you? No homework. Watch some porn.
1: (laughs) Things you would never hear somebody usually say to any other person. Right, right.
0: So we cut to Dean driving baby out of the motel parking lot, and we see the motel sign light flicker, and then the only lights lit spell out the red motel. Dean parks baby, and then as he's walking away, he sees some dudes trying to break into her. He yells, hey, and runs over, but then gets hit by a minivan and passes out. We cut to Chuck knocking on the motel door. Sam opens and Chuck says, you wanted to see me? Sam says, yeah. And Chuck enters the room. Sam says, thanks for coming. Chuck says, yeah, sure. Sam says, um, I was just wondering how much you know about me. Chuck says, what do you mean? Sam says, have you seen visions of me when I'm not with Dean? Chuck says, oh, you want to know if I know about the demon blood? Sam says, you didn't tell Dean? Chuck says, I didn't even write it into the books. I was afraid it would make you seem unsympathetic. Sam says, unsympathetic. Chuck says, yeah, come on, Sam. I mean, sucking blood? You gotta know that's wrong. Sam shakes his head and says, it scares the hell out of me. I mean, I feel it inside of me. I wish to God I could stop. Chuck says, but you keep going back. Sam says, what choice have I got? If it helps me kill Lilith (laughs) and stop the apocalypse. (laughs) Chuck says, I thought that was Dean's job. That's what the angels say, right? Sam says, Dean's not, he's not Dean lately. Ever since he got out of hell. He needs help. Chuck says, So you got to carry the weight? Sam says, Well, he's looked after me my whole life. I can't return the favor? Chuck says, Yeah, sure you can. I mean, if that's what this is. Sam says, What else would it be? Chuck says, I don't know. Maybe the demon blood makes you feel stronger, more in control. Sam says, No, that's not true. Chuck says, I'm sorry, Sam. I know it's a terrible burden feeling that it all rests on your shoulders. Sam says, Does it all rest on my shoulders? Chuck says, That seems to be where the story's headed. Sam says, Am I strong enough to stop Lilith tonight? <clears throat> Chuck says, I don't know, I haven't seen that far yet. So we cut to Dean waking up. There's a woman standing over him with dangling star earrings. He says stars. She says, What's that? Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I just didn't stars. see it. <laughs> stars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stars. <laughs> Wrong with me? (laughs) It's totally fine. Did I say it weird? No, I didn't. (laughs) Stop. I don't know
1: what's happening anymore. It's totally
0: fine. fine. I don't even know what I'm saying. I need some more water, though. I'm gonna do that. Them drugs give you cotton mouth, bro. (laughs) Oh my god. They totally do. Uh, Uh, Okay. She says, I'm so sorry. I just didn't see you. Are you okay? Sorry about, you know, my daughter's going through a doctor phase. Dean says, what are you talking about? The daughter says, you're better now. And then we see Dean has band-aids all over one side of his face. Then Then Dean sees baby. Her back window has been smashed out. Dean says, oh no, and walks over to baby. We cut to Dean driving baby with a tarp over the back window. Yeah. <laughs> mm, we, we cut to Chuck walking into his house with a bunch of booze. Dean is waiting for him inside. Dean says, I take it you knew I'd be here. Chuck says, you look terrible. Dean says, that's because I got hit by a minivan, Chuck. <laughs> Chuck <laughs> you says, son of a bitch. I know, it's not like it's Chuck's fault. <laughs> no. Chuck says, oh? Dean says, that's it? Every damn thing you write about me comes true, and all you have to say is, oh? <laughs> Chuck says, please don't yell at me. (laughs) Dean says, why do I get the feeling there's something that you're not telling us? Chuck says, what wouldn't I be telling you? Dean says, how you know what you know, for starters. Chuck says, I don't know how I know. I just do. Dean says, that's not good enough. Dean grabs Chuck and says, how the hell are you doing this? Then suddenly Cass is there. He says, Dean, let him go. This man is to be protected. He is a prophet of the Lord. Chuck says, you, you're Castiel, aren't you? Cass says, it's an honor to meet you, Chuck. I admire your work. Dean says, whoa, whoa, what? This guy? A prophet? Come on, he's practically a penthouse forum writer. (laughs) To Chuck, he asks, did you know about this? Chuck says, uh, I might have dreamt about it. Dean says, and you didn't tell us? Chuck says, it was too preposterous, not to mention arrogant. I mean, writing yourself into the story is one thing, but as a prophet, that's like M. M. Night-level douchiness. Do you get that?
1: I mean, I know that it's... That's an author, but I don't know anything about... M. Night
0: Shyamalan is a movie director.
1: Oh, I thought it was a... Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Okay, apparently I don't know yeah, anything. Actually, I'm not
0: really sure if he, like, writes the movies or directs the movies or produces the movies, yeah, okay. but, but M. Night Shyamalan, he did um, The Sixth Sense and The Village and a bunch of other ones.
1: I've heard of those, but mm-hmm. I...
0: I didn't them. really know that he's considered douchey, though. I was surprised by that. Does so. he write himself in? No.
1: No, he doesn't. Hmm. So I I didn't really know of. Right, that I know of. I haven't
0: seen all of his movies. Yeah. But I don't think so.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Anyway, Dean says, This is the guy who decides our fate. Chuck is heavily drinking now at this point. (laughs) Castiel says, He isn't deciding anything. He's a mouthpiece, a conduit for the inspired word. Dean says, The word? The word of God? What, like the new New Testament?
1: The word of the Lord.
0: (laughs) Cass says, one day, these books, they'll be known as the Winchester Gospel. Dean and Chuck say at the same time, you've got to be kidding me. (laughs) Cass says, I am not kidding you. Chuck says, if you'll both please excuse me one minute. And then he runs up the stairs. Dean says to Cass, him? Really? Cass says, you should have seen Luke. (laughs) Dean says, why'd he get tapped?" Cass says, I don't know how prophets are chosen. The order comes from high up on the celestial chain of command. Dean asks, how high? Cass says, very. Dean says, well, whatever. How do we get around this? Cass says, around what? Dean says, this Sam Lilith love connection. How do we stop it from happening? Cass says, what the prophet has written can't be unwritten. As he has seen it, so it shall come to pass. So cut to Dean, driving back to the motel he sees that the lit sign says red motel he walks into the room and says to sam come on we're getting out of here sam says what where dean says anywhere okay out of this motel out of this town i don't care if we gotta swim we are getting out (laughs) dude where are all the hex bags sam says i burned them dean says you what sam says look if lilith is coming which is a big if dean says no 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 it's more than an if chuck is not a psychic he's a prophet cash showed up and apparently chuck is writing the gospel of us Sam says, okay. Dean says, okay, let's get the hell out of here. Sam says, no. Dean says, Lilith is going to slaughter you. Sam says, maybe she will. Maybe she won't. Dean says, so what? You think you can take her? Sam says, only one way to find out. Dean says, no, no, that's not what he says. (laughs) Sam says, only way to find out. Dean, I say, bring her on. You think I'll do it, don't you? You think I'll go dark side. Dean says, yes, okay, yes. The way you've been acting lately, the things you've been doing, oh, I know how you ripped alistair apart like it was nothing like you were swatting a fly Cass told me okay sam says what else did he tell you dean says nothing i don't already know that you've been using your psychic crap and you've been getting stronger we just don't know why and we don't know how sam says it's not what you think dean says then what is it sam because i'm at a total loss sam says nothing dean grabs his bag and says are you coming or not sam says no Dean leaves his bag, but storms out. So we cut to Dean outside the motel at a vending machine. He says, "'Well, I feel stupid doing this, but I am fresh out of options, so please. I need some help. I'm praying, okay? Come on, please.'" Cass says from behind him, "'Prayer is a sign of faith. This is a good thing, Dean.'" Dean says, "'So does that mean you'll help me?' Cass says, "'I'm not sure what I can do.'" Dean says, "'Drag Sam out of here now, before Lilith shows up.'" Cass says, "'It's a prophecy. I can't interfere.'" Dean says, you have tested me and thrown me every which way, and I have never asked for anything. Not a damn thing. But now I'm asking. I need your help. Please. Cass says, what you're asking is not within my power to do. Dean says, why? Because it's divine prophecy? Cass says, yes. Dean says, so what? We're just supposed to sit around and wait for it to happen? Cass says, I'm sorry. Dean says, screw you. You and your mission. You're God. If you don't help me now, then when the time comes and you need me, don't bother knocking. He starts it's are you and the horse you rode in. On. I know, for real. <laughs> he starts to walk away, and Cass says, Dean, you must understand why I can't intercede. Prophets are very special. They're protected. Dean says, I get that. Cass says, if anything threatens a prophet, anything at all, an archangel will appear to destroy that threat. Archangels are fierce. They're absolute. They're heaven's most terrifying weapon. Dean says, and these archangels, they're tied to prophets? Cass says, Yes. Dean says, so if a prophet was in the same room as a demon, Cass says, then the most fearsome wrath of heaven would rain down on that demon. Just so you understand why I can't help. Dean says, Thanks, Cass. Cass says, good luck. I really like that moment. I thought yeah. that was super sweet and the He's way like, they
1: like I can't help you, but I I'm just gonna give you all this
0: information, okay? Yeah. <laughs> no, like,
1: just so you know these things, <clears throat> that occur.
0: Um, so we cut to Chuck's house. He's drinking again. Dean busts inside. Actually, I'm not he sure. Yeah, I know all. he probably just he like probably nonstop stop drinking. Yep. Yeah. Dean busts inside. Chuck says, "What are you doing here? I didn't write this." Dean says, "Come on, I need you to come with me." Chuck says, "What? Where?" Dean says, "To the motel where Sam is." Chuck says, "That's where Lilith is." Dean says, "Yeah, exactly. I need you to stop her." Chuck says, "Are you insane? Lilith? I know what she's capable of." Yeah, I wrote her dean says all right listen to me you have an archangel tethered to you okay all you got to do is show up and boom lilith gets smoked chuck says but i haven't seen that yet dean says chuck you're the only shot i've got left chuck says but i'm just a writer dean says this isn't a story anymore man this is real and you're in it now i need you to get off your ass and fight step two man come on chuck yep chuck says no friggin way dean says okay well then how about this i've got a gun in my pocket and if you don't come with me i'll blow your brains out chuck says i thought you said i was protected by an archangel dean says well interesting exercise let's see who the quicker draw is back at the motel someone knocks on the door sam opens it but no one is there he closes the door and turns around and lilith is standing there she says hello sam sam says i've been waiting for you her eyes go demon white She's got a weird effect with the um, with the demon eyes, I've noticed. that mm-hmm. instead They, of, like, roll back. Yeah, they, like, roll up, which is kind of creepier than yeah. just having, like, a colored, like, red or, like, mm-hmm. black eyes. Like, they
1: blink and it kind like of <coughs> flashes. Like, I think with the rest of them, it kind of is, like, more of almost like a, like, reptile sort of thing where it just, yeah. like, flashes. Like, it kind of, like, quickly scrolls over or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or it just kind of, like, flashes that way. Or hers, like take their time. Rolling yeah, back rolling in her up. Head. I you know, don't like, she's like it. Ew. <laughs> oh, yeah. it she's looking me out. at her brains. <laughs> I know. Like, what are
0: you looking at? <clears throat> Ew. Okay. So she says, "Where's the knife, Sam?" Sam says, "On the nightstand by the bed." She smiles and walks over to the bed, but stops at the edge of a rug on the floor. She lifts up the rug, and we see a devil's trap. She touches the edge of it, and it breaks. She says, "You're gonna have to try a lot harder than that." Sam says, "How about this?" He lifts his hand and tries to exercise her with his mind, but nothing happens except for some wind.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He overexerted
0: himself and let loose some wind. (laughs) Oh, it hurts my back to laugh like that.
1: (laughs) Oh, man.
0: He let loose some wind. (laughs) ruffle ruffled her hair. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> have you ever seen that Super Bowl commercial back from like years ago where. <laughs> there, okay. There's this girl and this guy in this sleigh and this big old horse is pulling it and she's holding this candle (laughs) and they're trotting along or whatever and he's like oh I brought snacks or something like that and he like bends down so he's like you know completely covered by the back of the sleigh and he's like rummaging around in like a bag or a picnic basket or whatever the heck he brought Mm Mm-hmm. And the girl's just sitting there holding the candle and all of a sudden the horse lifts its tail and like massively farts. <laughs> I have not seen that. And then you just it turns around and he's as he's sitting back up and he looks at her and he's like, Oh, and you look at her and she's like, the candle has blown out and she's like covered in smoke like, in smoke, oh, like, like said, and just yeah. like flame through it at her <laughs> Like that's what that reminds me of.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it hurts my back so much to laugh right now. Uh, it hurts my
1: ass.
0: Uh. Oh my gosh.
1: Uh. Uh, okay. <laughs> no not light <any> candles. <laughs> Don't light any candles around, Sam. It'll blow you up. <laughs> Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, the fart (laughs) joke.
0: That's good. That's good. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm crying. I am, too. She says, you're strong. laugh like this. It's hurting myself. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She says, You're strong, but not that strong. <laughs>
1: Not that strong.
0: (laughs) Your butt power. (laughs) Okay. Okay. She said. Okay. You're not that strong. Sam says. So why don't you throw me around then? (laughs) (laughs) Pull
1: it together, Michelle. I'm really
0: trying to. It's hard. She says, because I can't, and you know it You're immune to my charm <laughs>
1: God, if we would only all be immune To certain charms I know, other right? people. Uh, <laughs>
0: She's immune from his wind <laughs> She is immune to his wind oh, Okay, we're at a stalemate <laughs> <laughs> sam says oh why, why are you here <laughs> lilith says to talk sam says yeah well i'm not interested she says hmm even if i'm offering to stand down from the seals from the apocalypse all of it sam says you expect me to believe that lilith says honestly no you were always a smart one but it's the truth you can end it sam right here right now I'll stop breaking seals (laughs) With his wind (laughs) (laughs) It's okay
1: The fart jokes are too much for me right now End it now End it now Uh. Okay I'm having a total deja vu moment And I don't really know why but it's freaking me out
0: Weird I don't know I don't think we've had like fart jokes on the podcast before and oh, I'm never- sure we have listened. To I don't
1: know. At least one. Uh, I don't know. I will never forget. Free the pipe. <laughs> oh
0: my god! No, it's free the hose. Free the
1: hose. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Either yeah. way.
0: Yeah. Uh, that never ever uh. leaves my head fully.
1: <laughs> it comes up more often than I'd like to admit. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> it comes
0: up. <laughs> i'm not proud of that i am good job thank you okay i'm joking okay okay Lilith says i'll stop breaking seals lucifer keeps riding in his cage all you have to do is agree to my terms sam asks why would you back down why now she says turns out i don't survive this war Killed off right before the good part starts. Okay, I totally need some more water. (laughs) I'm
1: drinking my white claw over here. (laughs) Oh (laughs)
0: yeah. Mango white claw. I'm not supposed to twist like that. Well, you probably shouldn't do that then. (laughs) Uh. Okay. Sam says, "What do you want?" She says, "For to go back to the way it was before I had angels to deal with, the good old days when it was all baby blood all the time." Sam says, "What do you want in return?" She says, "Your head on a stick." Dean's, too. Call it a consolation prize. Mm-hmm. So what do you say, Sam? Self-sacrifice is the Winchester way, isn't it? Sam says, you really think I'm stupid enough to fall for this? Willis says, I make a deal. I have to follow through. Those are the rules, and you know it. Are you really so arrogant that you would put your life before the lives of six billion innocent people? Maybe it's all that demon blood pumping through your pipes. A man after my own heart. <laughs> the pipes. I know. <laughs> I <just> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sam says, you think I'm like you? I am nothing like you. She says, then prove it. Going once, going twice. Sam says, fine. She says, swell. By the way, a contract with me will take more than a kiss. A lot more. (laughs) She sits down on the bed and says, don't worry. The dental hygienist in here, she wants it bad. Sam walks over, and she starts petting his thigh. <laughs> he lays her down and then grabs the demon-killing knife and tries to stab her, but she stops it. Then Dean and Chuck bust into the room. Chuck yells, I am a prof- I am the prophet Chuck. <laughs> I'm a prophet of the Lord. I am a prophet of the Lord. That's what I was about to say. Lilith <laughs> says, you gotta be joking. And then the walls start to rattle. Dean says, on this... Uh, That's not what he says. Dean says, oh, this is no joke. See, Chuck here. has got an archangel on his shoulder. You got about 10 seconds before this room is full of wrath, and you're a piece of charcoal. You sure you want to tangle with that? Lilith smokes out of her meat suit, and the shaking stops. So we cut to Sam and Dean driving and baby. Dean says, so, a deal, huh? Sam says, that's what she said. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Dean says, to call the whole thing off? Angels, seals, Lucifer rising, the whole nine. Sam says, that was the gist of it. Dean says, you didn't think once about taking it? Sam says, Are you kidding me? You spend all day trying to talk me off the Lilith track. She would have found some way to weasel out of it. And all it would have cost was our lives. Dean says, yeah, I guess you're right. Sam says, anyways, that's not the point. Dean asks, so what's the point? Sam says, the point is, she's scared. I could see it. Lilith is running. Dean says, running from what? Sam says, I don't know, but she was telling the truth about one thing. She's not going to survive the apocalypse. I'll make sure of that. We cut to Chuck sleeping. He starts getting flashes of the future. Zachariah is there. He says, did you see it? Chuck says, who are you? Zach says, I'm Zachariah. You may know me from your work. Which is just a douchey thing to say.
1: Yeah. Why is Zachariah so
0: smarmy? <laughs> Chuck says, what do you want? Zach says, did you see it? Chuck nods and says, is it true? Is all of that really going to happen? Zach says, have you been wrong so far? Chuck says, I've got to warn Sam and Dean. Uh, Zach says, I wouldn't advise it. People shouldn't know too much about their own destiny. You try and I'll stop you. Chuck starts to walk away and Zach says, where are you going? Chuck says, to kill myself. Zach says, don't be melodramatic, Chuck. We'd only bring you back to life. <laughs> Chuck says, what am I supposed to do? And Zach says, what you always do. Right. And credits.
1: Okay, so I have some thoughts. Okay. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> Mr. Zachariah is kind of a jerk.
0: He don't is really totally like him. a jerk. Yeah. Don't really like him,
1: but... I really um, love
0: the actor who plays him, though. He's super funny.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've seen him in anything else,
0: but... I think I've seen him in um, the show Psych, and he is hilarious in it. He plays the, like, coroner or mortician. And he's just, like, a wacky dude. Okay.
1: Yeah. He's a little wacky dude. He's, yeah, he's a little out there and inappropriate and in like, yeah. the
0: best way. Yeah. So, that's fun.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I... There's a lot of people in this show that, like, I recognize from the show, and then people are like, no, that's from this show, or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, but supernatural, you know? Like, yeah, totally. I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so... Also, is this where the whole Wincest thing started?
0: Yeah, I hadn't heard about it until... Um, I mean, yeah, I think this is where it does start.
1: Like, because, obviously, it's mentioned, so they were probably making a joke out of it, but, like, that's a legit thing in it the fandom. It is a legit thing, So, like, yeah. was that a thing in the fandom that they decided to make fun of yes, at that point? Yes. Or, like...
0: Yeah, no, no, it was already a thing before this episode okay, started. Okay, because yeah. I
1: didn't, like... I don't think I started watching the show until... Was it season 9? Yeah, I think that's right. 9 or 10, something like Mm -hmm. that. Because I think I saw part of 10 live, so it would have been like season 9 more than likely. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like, I... I don't know I wasn't around Yeah
0: Yeah Wincess is already a thing And then this episode was like Hey we're just gonna make fun of that A little bit And be like You know they're brothers right Yeah
1: Like dude Mm -hmm. Calm down You know (laughs) Yeah yeah.
0: The only reason that like Wincess doesn't really gross me out Is because Jared and Jensen are not brothers In real life So it doesn't gross me out
1: but it's not them; it's their characters, right? Right. Yeah. It's the Winchester brothers. So right. It's like that's kind of like ooh. It's kind of ew, but it
0: doesn't. It does. It still just doesn't really gross me out. Because yeah. Because I'm like in real life, they're not really brothers. So. Yeah. If they wanted to hanky panky.
1: That's like the one ship that I can't. Yeah. I can't do. You know, <laughs> like mm. the rest of them. Whatever. Like, I just yeah. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, I thought it was funny that it's like. Apparently being a big fan means that you get an anti-possession tattoo.
0: I mean, yeah.
1: But, and let's be real. Like, I'm in some supernatural groups on Facebook. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, people get those <laughs> tattoos all the time. All the time. Like, out of all of them. It's like, I see the anti-possession tattoos and then that love thing right, right. so frequently. Mm-hmm. Like, and then the always keep fighting stuff, too. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of... It's interesting. It's like you'd want to me. I'd want to have a tattoo that like not everybody else on the planet has. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's one thing if you like make it to the Olympics, then you get the Olympic rings or something sure. like that's but like, yeah. that's kind of like whatever you know. But I don't know. It's interesting. I and I'd mm-hmm. say like getting a tattoo for a show. I wouldn't do. Although my letter R for my name mm-hmm. is in the supernatural font, but it's mm-hmm. not like. I don't know.
0: If I was going to get a tattoo from a show, I'd probably get a TARDIS. Yeah. From Doctor Who, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like, if I were to get a tattoo from a show, I would probably get one for Supernatural, but I would probably do, like, what I already Mm -hmm. did and just, like, do, like, a font or something for something, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I can't think of anything that I would want from the show, like, permanently on me.
0: Yeah, same here, actually. I I can't think of anything that is... That really sticks out. I like I like how that the love looks. How they use those different symbols to spell out love. Yeah. I do like that.
1: I like that. I don't know if... I wouldn't get it on me, but I do like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like p- what people have come up with. Yeah. You know? And then you get a lot of people with the Mark of Cain, too. Yeah, I like that.
0: that. I like the, the Mark of Cain.
1: Yeah. It looks more like a scar than like a tattoo, which I think is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, so... Okay, what would you do if characters that you, sh- that you designed just, like, showed up to your door?
0: I mean, you would think you were hallucinating, probably.
1: I would think I was
0: insane. Yeah. Like,
1: I'd be like, okay, I've clearly been writing this for too long and I need to stop now. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. What's happening?
0: Or that they were just fucking with me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which, also, that too, mm-hmm. but... Um, yeah. Also, okay. Which archangel do you think came for Chuck? Because
0: well, we are know the there's archangels? four. I can't remember who they are. Gabriel. Gabriel,
1: Raphael. Michael, Raphael. Michael, Michael, and then Lucifer. Michael. almost. Michael? Michael.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, not Lucifer. It wouldn't have been. Not Lucifer. Gabriel.
1: Probably not Gabriel. For reasons that you guys don't know yet. Right. But, so you know. Michael
0: and who is the other one? Raphael. So one of those.
1: I could see it being either one, Mm -hmm. quite honestly. Yeah. With knowing that we know about both of them now, I don't know. I'd have to say, hmm, I think it could go either way, but just, like, based off of their personalities, I would think it might be Michael.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense to me.
1: And based (laughs) off of, like, their job, quote-unquote, you know, Mm -hmm. but...
0: Also, this is not the first prophet that we see, and it's the first. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, this the is not. First. I just meant this is not the last prophet yeah. we see. Uh-huh. And the rules seem to so sort of changed by the time we get to more prophets, mm-hmm. and it's like just like the rules what, around that, how
1: they become a prophet
0: and all that sort of yeah. stuff. you know. So, <clears throat> but um, Chuck being a prophet, you know, um, Chuck is special and maybe has his own rules, anyways. So yeah, maybe. Maybe that's why.
1: Yeah, because Chuck is definitely a little bit... um, Like, compared to the other prophets, he he does things a little differently. Yeah. Yeah. But... anyways what was your favorite moment from this episode
0: my favorite moment was when sam and dean were in the laundromat Mm -hmm. and um dean is reading Mm -hmm. and and, um he's like he tells sam that those are his brooding and pensive shoulders (laughs) because i really like sam's shoulders
1: (laughs) yeah so i can
0: totally I, i like that dean could tell yeah, and, and like,
1: just those are your
0: pensive shoulders. Yeah, and just the whole scene was pretty funny, how Dean was like, oh, you just thought I was a dick, and Sam was like, oh, okay, this guy's legit. Yeah, like, okay. Yeah, I can <laughs> deal with it. that, yeah. yeah. What about you? What was your favorite moment?
1: Um, I liked that one, but I think my favorite one is when Chuck says horror is one thing, but to be forced to live bad writing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah That's pretty good. Like, it's kind of funny. I think they might have been, like, taking a jab at themselves there. They which were. I, think, which I, I appreciate, have, you know?
0: Yeah, I have. It's in the interesting facts, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they, um, they don't, uh, they don't, they're not shy about, like, breaking through all of the walls that right. exist on this show. Right, <laughs> yeah. which I appreciate. <laughs> but, yeah, I love, I, I still love The French Mistake. Oh, like, yeah. Like, it's a, it's a good episode, but, anyway, we don't talk about that one yet.
0: That one's in season six, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think
1: it's, like, episode 15?
0: Oh, really? So later.
1: It's later in the the season. And I only remember that because I was showing somebody that episode for some reason, and I had to look it up because I had no idea when it was. Okay. And so I I had to, like, search through and be like, okay, it's this one and this one and this one and this I, like, repeated it to myself million okay. times to try and, like, remember, but... Um, anyway, so the interesting facts for this episode um, It says Chuck's pseudonym Carver Edland is a combination of the names of the executive producer and co-producer Jeremy Carver and Bed Ed Ben, <laughs> ben. ben Edland. Just call me Bed <laughs> Just call me Bed <laughs> Listen, my Bed is one of my best friends <laughs> Oh my god, yes I love it <laughs> um, It says Chuck asks The Brothers, that was a really hard word to say right there. The Brothers, if they really had to um, live through the Bugs and the Ghost Ship, and apologizes for the bad writing of those chapters, um, actual episodes, Bugs and Red Sky at Morning, are widely considered by fans to be the worst in the entire series. Like, okay, Bugs, I wouldn't say is a poorly written episode, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but, ew, Bugs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that it's, well, I mean... I, bugs is a pretty bad episode compared to all of the other ones.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> it does move kind of in a weird way. It's kind of And just of the special slow. effects were lame. Yeah. And I think it, the thing that stands out to me as being, like, ridiculous about that episode is, like, when the bugs actually show up to when the bugs leave, it's like a total span of, like, seems like maybe ten minutes. Yeah. And this is supposed to be going on, like, all night long. Like, it starts at a certain time, and it goes until dawn. Yeah. I think it started at, like, midnight or something, right? I think so. And so, like, okay, at the very least, they've probably got, like, four hours or so. Like, I'm talking, like, this is making it a short period of time Mm -hmm. before, you know, the bugs would go away, and it just was kind of weird. It seemed like it was like, oh, you know ten minutes later and they're gone. You know? Yeah, they
0: didn't make it seem like any time had passed. Also, like, yeah. just the special effects were lame in general. Remember, like, they had those dead spiders in that woman's home, but it was yeah. it was just, like, very clearly those plastic yeah. Halloween spiders. Yeah. And just then, just had a lot of really <laughs> lame effects, I thought.
1: Yeah. Everybody knows that dead spiders, okay, if you hate spiders as much as I do, y'all know that when spiders die, they curl up. So mm-hmm. you're not going to see a bunch of dead spiders with their legs all out. Like, yeah. come
0: on. Yeah, there was just a it was just. I thought the episode was just full of crap like that.
1: Yeah, um, it was. I mean, but like the story of it wasn't bad. It was right. just like I don't know. I've never thought it was a terrible episode. Just Me the, the effects and like the way that they rushed through a couple things was kind mm-hmm. of like okay. Yeah.
0: And I didn't really feel like Red Sky at Morning was that bad of an episode either. That's the one with Bella and that little old lady who's like got it on hard for sam right <laughs> got it on what got sam? it on hard like I said it. you know what i mean yeah the little like, gert was that, was that her name Gertrude? gert gertie
1: or yeah. something like that yeah yeah oh, yeah i like that lady I <laughs> She cracks me up. yeah so uh,
0: i don't remember feeling that that was a bad episode no
1: uh-uh <clears throat> and i don't know yeah I, yeah, I don't remember that being a bad episode, or, mm-hmm. like, I don't, nothing stands out to me as being, like, poorly done, or, yeah. you know, I don't know, maybe they just didn't like the storyline or something to it. right. Anyways, um, the diner Sam and Dean eat at is called Kripke's Hollow Diner, named for the series creator. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said his name right. Oh. You, you did <laughs> uh, um, The titles of the books written by Carver Edlund are actual episode titles, mm-hmm. um, and there are no deaths in this episode.
0: Oh, yeah. That's which pretty is pretty cool. pretty impressive,
1: because I think, so I was looking at something the other day that, I think it was just, like, a Facebook post. So, I mean, who knows if it's actually true or not, but with how crazy some fans are for Supernatural, I can believe that it's probably would have been torn to shreds if it was wrong. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That there's only, like, three episodes where nobody dies.
0: I think that's right. Like,
1: and whether it's some sort of, like, uh, you know, monster or whatever, there is always a death other than in, like, three episodes. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah, I think so. That's crazy. But,
1: yeah, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, so our haunting for this week, this is off of a um, blog type thing. It's called uh, yourghoststories.com. And it's, <laughs> it says, your ghost stories publish your paranormal experience. Oh. So um, this one is, what's it called? Uh, it says, called Monster in the Laundry Room. Because, you know, they were at a laundromat. And I tried to find a haunted laundromat, and it just didn't exist. Yes. Now, is
0: this the first time we see them in a laundromat doing laundry? Yes, I think so. Okay. I mean, I can't really think of any other time, but it's yeah. something that... <clears throat> Clearly, they have to do. Right, right, right. It's something that they probably have to do weekly. Mm-hmm. And then we've never seen them do. I always yeah. like those little moments. The little, like, mm-hmm. everyday life sort Yeah, of make yeah. it more believable. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: For sure. Um, so, this says... This is posted oh, I don't know, the name isn't in here, but it says, this is in, it's not me reading it, but it's going to sound like me reading it. It gotcha. says, in September 2005, my husband, myself, our three children, and dog, moved into our house. It is a renovated lakefront cottage built in the 1930s in a rural town of upstate New York. We were drawn to the house for its charm and the peaceful lake, but I must say that I did feel a bit uneasy when we first moved in. Within the first few weeks of living there, I experienced some strange happenings. The house is a ranch style with a partially finished basement and an unfinished laundry room and workshop. There is also a dirt floor crawl space that you can only access from an outside door, and I still can't bring myself to go in there. Okay, yeah, vendors!
0: I know. That's what that reminds
1: me of. Yeah, that's like, super creepy. Like, you. Anyways, um, so it says, one night while carrying a basket of laundry up to the bed... Ba- or up the basement stairs, the stairwell light flickered out. I tried the light switch at the top of the stairs a few times, but could not get it to work. I told my husband that we needed a new bulb, and when he flicked the switch, the light went on. It happened again the next night, and I made him change the bulb again. Well, this flickering continued for a couple of weeks, even after the bulb change says, while this was happening, my dog was also acting bizarre. After I would get to the top of the stairway, he wouldn't follow me up like he normally would, but instead would sit at the bottom of the stairs and bark at me as if he didn't know me. Almost as if he was staring right through me. He did this every day. (laughs) Sketchy. Like, okay, I just have to side note this. Have I told the story about Bella, like, flipping on the lights in the staircase and Bella just, like, awkwardly staring at me and, like... No. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so my brother's dog, she's a... I'm also German Shepherd. She is a Border Collie Golden Retriever mix, okay. and she pretty much looks like a large Border Collie with blonde hair instead of the black. So she's still got the markings of a Border Collie, but she's blonde. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's much super bigger. Cute. Yeah, she's and she's getting so old. She's mm-hmm. got mostly a gray face right now, mm-hmm. but she's got like a lot of the Border Collie personality quirks and like ways of movement and everything like you know how border collies kind of like get down low and they'll like kind of like slink around sometimes like she does that sometimes and she's got the border collie stare you know Mm -hmm. like it's just like the laser beam stare where they'll just like sit there and look look at you and it's like okay why you know and so one night I was going to bed and usually they like the dogs put themselves to bed whenever they want to go to bed and then you know we figure it out later but Mm -hmm. um I flipped on the lights in my parents' staircase and they have the LED lights or whatever or some sort of thing where it takes, like, a little while to warm up before it actually, um like, turns on all the way, and so I turn on this light, kind of dim, I look up the stairs, because I'm about to go up the stairs, and she's just standing there, crouching at the top of the stairs, just staring at me. Creepy. And this dog is, like, always like, hey, how are you? What's going on? Oh, you looked at me. Oh, we're best friends. You know, like, oh, this is the best thing ever. And she just, like, was staring at me. Like not wagging her tail or anything, just staring at me, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "That's creepy. I don't like it." And so I'm like, Haha, "Bella, hi," you know, and she's just like not moving, not just like staring at me, and I'm like, "Okay," I'm like, "Who's a good girl? Like, please yeah. donate me," you know, right. like I was, I was like, "You good dog," you know, all these different things, and she's just staring at me, like, and usually you say something like that to her, and she's just like, "You're looking at me. I love it," you know. What I yeah. So, but it took her a good like few minutes to like. She eventually just, like, stopped staring at me and then just, like, turned around and walked off.
0: Wow. Like, not
1: acknowledging me at all. It was the creepiest thing. But anyways, that reminded me of that. So it says, um, after that, it says, A short time later, I woke early one morning before my husband went to work and found the front door wide open. Now I know that I had shut and locked the door before going to bed, and when I questioned my husband about, about it, he denied leaving it open. I decided to mention what was going on to a co-worker of mine who had some knowledge of spiritual activity, and she suggested talking to the spirits and asking them to leave. I did, and other than some strange noises every now and then, everything seemed to stop. Until last night. It says, We recently finished renovating part of the basement, which is actually ground level because of the grading of the land, and closed off two doors that used to give access to the basement from the outside. We meet a master bedroom, a bathroom, and my four-year-old son's bedroom. There's a door from the master that goes into the laundry room, which is an unfinished part of the basement. While my son woke up in the middle of the night last night and he climbed in between my husband and I, he had a hard time falling back to sleep. After my husband left for work in the morning, my son and I were lying in bed and he was staring at the open laundry room door. He said, Mom, when I move close to you, the monster has a mad face, but when I move to Daddy's side, the monster smiles. I said, where's the monster he said right there in the laundry room he has a white face and red feet and his head is up to the ceiling see when i move next to you he grab he gets a mad face i asked him if the monster talks to him and he said no but he puts his hand next to his mouth and whispers at night
0: <laughs> oh my god
1: <sighs> he also told me that the monster thinks that this is his house we got out of bed and i walked towards the laundry room to get a closer look but my son said no don't go in there he gets mad I didn't see anything, so I asked my son to show me where the monster was, but he couldn't look. He seemed terrified. He just said, tell him to leave, Mom. He freaks me out.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. That is so scary. you know, yeah. That's when you get a new fucking house. (laughs)
1: That's when you move, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He went upstairs, and my son was telling his 10-year-old sister about the monster. She asked me if he could show me where the basement, or she asked if he could show her where the basement was, so he brought her down to the basement. He came running upstairs a minute later saying, Yep, he's still there. Oh
0: my god. <laughs> His sister
1: couldn't see it. After thinking about this and what happened when we first moved in, I then remembered that when our next-door neighbor came to introduce herself, she mentioned a couple who used to live in our house several owners ago that would always argue and fight. Well, apparently, the husband went missing. That was all she had said. It all seems too coincidental now. I have a feeling it will be a long
0: night. <laughs> oh my god, that's so scary! <laughs> oh, I don't I mean like it. Ugh. I don't Nope.
1: Listen, this is the sort of stuff like, I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't sleep. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. But okay, so this week we have a joint it or ass butt moment. Yep. Because Audacity, you done did us dirty because. Uh,
0: just so you folks at home know, uh, Audacity is the program we use to record this podcast.
1: Yes. And we were part of the way through this episode. And we had to pause it for some reason. Did you see... Oh, um, Lynn saw something on one of the, like, tracker things that, you know, she was like, oh, what, well, what is that? And I was like, okay, you know, and then when we pot, or when we stopped, um, it said that it had lost some of the data, right? Right. So, some of the recording. Yeah, some of the recording. So, and it's towards the... I think it's, like, That's about like- a half hour in. We're going to try and fix it, but... Our, our skills with Audacity are not amazing? No, nope. So, and it's so like, it, I don't know, I guess it's it might be an easy thing for some people to fix, but for people that do not deal with computers on a regular basis other than like short amounts and phones, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of tricky. So
0: so there might be, I think there's about a three to five second piece Yeah, it um, wasn't of the very record, long. Uh, of the recording missing and about I think it's like between thirty and forty minutes in. I
1: think it was like at twenty. I wrote it down. Twenty nine fourteen. Okay, is where the All issue right. is. All right, so if, if, you, <laughs> if you
0: hear it and it's missing like three to five seconds, we are sorry and don't and you know didn't what we're really doing. miss
1: much. Like we were listening to it and we kind of were going through like what was said then, and it's really like it's just a transition and it sounds really funny. Like when you just like get part of the sentence cut out, but you're really not missing any information. So Yeah, but we there's are that. sorry
0: if we didn't fix it. And we're
1: yeah, we're gonna try, but no guarantees. So that was our and but moment. Audacity was an as yes. So there's that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idits and podcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out or visit our Facebook page, Igits and asbuts, a supernatural podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.